0: Three, two, and one. Good afternoon, Thomas Berry. Good afternoon, how you doing? Good man. How are you?
1: Good, man. How are you? Doing great. You doing great. Uh glad to be on. When when uh, you messaged me and said you want to talk a little bit about rugby, I was uh definitely excited for the uh, the opportunity.
0: That is awesome, man. I, I super appreciate it, man. Um if yeah. you don't if you don't mind, I have a little bit of an echo.
1: Oh, uh let me
0: see what I can do here. About that. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, much better. Yes, sir. Okay. So, Thomas okay, Perry, perfect. introduce yourself to uh, all the listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, my name's uh, Thomas Perry. Uh, I've been playing rugby now for about a year and a half, and uh, it's been life-changing experience. Um, and it's it's great, and I'm happy to be on here to talk a little bit about it
0: today. That is awesome, man! For everybody listening, Thomas plays for the Jacksonville Axemen. Um, Thomas, can you talk a little bit about the conference that you guys are in, and uh, where exactly it is that you guys play?
1: Oh uh, yes, yeah. so uh, so we play in the USARL, uh, the United States um, Rugby League, and it's you know it's a semi-pro competition. Uh, we play in the Southern Conference with uh, Fort Myers, uh, South Florida Copperheads, Atlanta Rhinos, and uh, the Lakeland Renegades. And between those four teams, we're able to make a, a nice little conference we all play in. And um, we were actually lucky enough to be able to win at a conference this year, two years in a row, and play in the National Championship against uh, the Brooklyn Kings. Uh, which unfortunately we weren't able to get the win a close game, but there's always cheer, and I know all the guys on the team are gonna be pumped and ready to to win it back.
0: It's one of those things where um, sometimes like a loss is actually like what you need to kind of like propel you forward, yeah?
1: Absolutely. you know we um we were definitely a little bit, you know we were we've been very successful, and I think uh, the Brooklyn game it, it kind of, reset our focus and eyes on the prize. Cause when you're like we did this year, we beat a team a 106 to a four. There's definitely, you know, I, I wouldn't say you get cocky, but I, I kind of lose focus on, on where your strengths and weaknesses are and where, where to improve in training.
0: It's a fucking dominant score out right there. You said 106 to four. Yeah. That's a that's fucking, right. we, that's um, a fucking beat down.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a, quite a game it was uh it it was actually one of the highest scoring games in history of the league but uh to to the other team's credit they were a brand new team a lot of new guys who were still new to playing the game and there was there was definitely uh a noticeable improvement as as the season went on so big shout out to those guys
0: you said um you said you played brooklyn that was in brooklyn had you ever been to new york before that
1: i had not actually and uh it was it was uh unfortunately I, I wasn't able to make that a trip i was uh a few things came up but uh from what I here all the guys you know flying there for, for the first time it, it was quite the experience to be able to play in brooklyn
0: you know for such a a big event like like at the national championship that's fucking awesome though being able to like travel and, and play this sport that you fucking love oh, yeah like, that's it that's awesome it
1: man. It, uh, And uh, yeah, and it's uh, so actually we uh, right now we're actually our uh, our men's team, the the men's recreational league. They play a little bit different style of rugby, but um, you know they do. We'll go up to Atlanta and Tallahassee and all all these great places, and then every year the the national championship is is normally held in a different spot somewhere in America. So it's it's awesome being able to go around and go see different people and meet different people and you know make connections that you know that's probably one of the greatest things about rugby is the connections you make because it it is still a fairly niche community here in the united states so it's like you know it's oh you just came from north carolina and played on a team i had a friend who up in north carolina who played on that team and those guys bond through that a mutual friend and that, that makes another connection. So if one of those guys moves away, then it's, you know, it's rugby. It's this huge network of guys playing together and, and are being able to be good friends because at the end of the day, you know, rugby, it's a very social game, you know, it's tradition. You play the game, you know, the shit out of each other during the match. And then you go and drink beer afterwards. You know, it's kind of that, that a great,
0: social sportsmanship attitude that i part of the reason why i love it so much it's like one big family even like the people you play against like it's still one big uh like one big happy family almost
1: exactly exactly like we actually played a team last week from mid Atlanta, and uh someone i got to know uh under unique circumstances we ended up becoming a uh, good good friends and uh mm-hmm. you know we ha- have a little bit of a friendship now so it's awesome to be able to make those like organic connections like that. Just being able to, uh, just just being able to make those by playing rugby. It's
0: great. Do you think? Uh, do you think in the next couple of years rugby is going to continue blowing up and get even more popular?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it it's definitely it's definitely grown a lot. I think even even within the past couple of years, because now they have um, Olympic sevens. You know, rugby sevens it's a little bit different game you know you play it with seven guys instead of 15 guys um, it ends up making that it, it it creates exposure for people who see that and say hey I see that and I think seven it's a great avenue for that because it is so crazy exciting and it's a very fast paced highlight driven sort of game and I think it, it transitions over well to that exposure and hopefully it grows people into the game Um, Unfortunately, though, it hasn't translated over in terms of uh, success on the field. Uh, You know, the USA is kind of in this unique position in the rugby world. We're a lot like uh, the men's national soccer team in the sense that we... um,
0: The world is like blowing up around you and you're kind of like a step behind almost.
1: Yeah, exactly. Kind of that like we're good (laughs) enough to beat, you know, most countries. We're not good enough to beat the top level countries. You know what I mean? Like, we're Mm -hmm. the the USA is good enough to to beat, you know, uh, maybe a not as well developed program like Brazil or Mexico, even. But then when it comes to playing, you know, your England's, your South Africa's, New Zealand, places where the game is very evolved, we're just, we're nowhere close to the same level. And I think that it's, you know, for years, the international community has said, just give it time. One day the USA is going to be unstoppable. And unfortunately, it just seems to not be panning out quite right. I mean, the game's definitely growing. We have the the second largest playing population in the world, actually. Mm-hmm. So for us to have so many players but not be able to get the right talent, I think, is a big issue. Uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those we keep growing and growing, and in the meantime, other countries seem to be growing faster. Um, when you take a country like none, you know, Japan is a country they been playing rugby a little bit longer than the United States mm-hmm. but, but they, they managed to figure out how to develop their program just right and they went from being maybe like a top 20 team in the world to like a top 6 or 7 teams in the world just mm-hmm. within the span of a few years so it, it'd be great if we had a similar group in the USA but uh, I think we're a little bit of a ways off
0: so what um what is a typical season like um so do you of course you're you're practicing and then you're attending the games and you're playing in the games, but are you guys consistently watching other countries and trying to trying to kind of watch and kind of monkey see monkey do what they do or are you kind of um you kind of all putting it together as you go
1: so it, it's kind of like uh, you know similar to the fighting and in the sense that you know you, is you know you're still kind of new to the game. You're not going out and trying to copy what Anderson Phil was doing. You're trying, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to make your sure you're nailing down the basics. And since you know most people playing this game have only, I very few people have played this game at least ten years in the United States. because of a lot of guys will play it in college and then never pick up a ball ever again, which is kind of an issue in terms of developing the sport if you're, you're getting guys at that that perfect peak young age and then they never do anything with it um, but it's it's one of those you go up there you try to nail all of your basics down and don't even bother touching what some of the other top you know the, the real top top teams in the world are doing but uh, as far as the season wise we um, will do so Uh, It's important to point out, uh, I play in two different various codes of rugby. Uh, You have Rugby Union, which is kind of the very old-fashioned, you know, pick up the ball, knock each other around, get the ball. It's all one big, huge chess match, and every player plays a very specific role, and it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, Then there's another variation called Rugby League. It's a little bit more modern, and uh, you could argue it is. The origin for American football, um, and there's a lot of various little nuances between each game.
0: The the but,
1: points. So the
0: the the points are different, correct? Like a, yeah, it yeah. tries uh, so four the, points in league, and
1: yeah, so it's um, there's really the biggest differences is, is, is what happens after you get tackled. So in rugby union when you get a tackled that it's a live ball. So it what you'll see is, is a guy will get a tackled, release the ball, and then his own team will pretty much run over him and to stop the other team from going and picking up the ball. it's called rocking and uh, the biggest difference between league and union is the league doesn't have that. So in league you only get five tack- or six tackles. But it's a guaranteed possession after every tackle, so it it definitely you know it it makes you change strategy strategy up a little bit, you know, and uh, scoring is also different. You get slightly less points for things in league, you get more points for more things in union. But it's uh, both both games are, are are very rough and required two similar but different skill sets.
0: Thomas if I'm uh, if I'm reading this correctly you got the uh, the Axmen 2019 uh, most improved player yeah
1: yeah yeah that that is that is correct it was um, you know obviously walking out to you know the first practice and you know slightly been, been keeping an eye on him and knowing that they would won the national championship it was definitely a little bit intimidating d- despite knowing a few guys who've been on the team already but it's um, it's a lot of hard work and, it, and at times a lot of self doubt just from, you know, it's, you see a lot of guys out there doing better, but it's one of those keeping it, keeping your head down and keep working. And, and I'm glad that uh, Coach Rocho, as we like to call him, it uh, ended up paying off.
0: Fucking congrats, man. Congrats. That is, that's fucking awesome, man. I'm super proud of you, man. Um, for listeners who might not know, um me and thomas used to um uh, thomas actually came to the same gym that i was at and we done jiu-jitsu together we done uh mma together and you're a tough fucking kid man i'm super glad that you are. uh i'm super glad you're doing rugby man because it gives me it gives me a reason to fucking watch it and, and try to keep up with it man um yeah let me, let me ask you this man what's the toll it takes on your body as opposed to let's say like maybe like american football like like nfl um what would be like yeah. a, the difference
1: so I would say, you know, it's. Uh, I remember reading an article not too long ago, basically saying, uh, eighty minutes of playing rugby is the equivalent to a 30, 30 mile per hour car crash. So it affects any perspective into things. And obviously, you're not you're not wearing pads, but it's sometimes it's a lot more than you're getting hit that hurts because when you'll um we'll do scrums basically, where the eight biggest men on the field. Get in a little diamond formation and pretty much have to push each other over the ball to win possession of the ball. And it's, uh, believe it or not, it's, uh, it can be a, a pretty dangerous event. And uh, after after doing it enough times during uh, a game, it'll <laughs> start to take a bit of a toll on your body. But uh, luckily, they've actually been, uh, recent enough recently enough, they've uh, they actually changed the rules. In the scrum, so if you go from looking back at from the evolution of it back in the, in the 70s, it was eight guys sitting together and just slamming heads and, mm-hmm. into each other. And, and, it, and, and if you end, up. ended up at a bad angle, you ended up at a, a, a bad angle to, uh, you know, then they went to, all right, we'll get them, uh, set this apart and have them slam into each other. And uh, now it's, um, it's a lot safer now. It, uh, and it's also changed up the, the strategy behind it. You, uh, you pretty much start engaged with one another, and uh, you have a, a split second to then start pushing one another to get a position over the ball, but it's, uh, after games, you're definitely coming home with cuts and bruises, and you know, you wake up
0: in the morning and, and, and feel extra, extra sore. <laughs> <laughs> have you, um, I see on Instagram a lot, these players getting like their teeth knocked out, or a lot of broken ankles. Have you have you taken anything like that home, or have you have you had a, a relatively safe season and kind of skated by?
1: Uh, so, uh, so last season, uh, playing playing in uh, during a, a union game, I ended up catching the ball, started running, uh, getting down, separating my uh, AC joint. It was uh, I was told it was the second worst one you get, so it was uh, a grade three. Fuck, I think they're pretty much like uh, I lost. A few ligaments, <laughs> um, my shoulder kind of sticks way up off of it itself now, and that was it was uh, ended up putting me out for five months or so, which ended up you know kind of a blow and you're still new trying to learn everything, and then soon you know you're not able to able to pick yourself off the ground. But uh, luckily, so far that's been the only major serious inj- injury. It, interestingly enough, though, I did get um, I did get a case first of playing rugby. Uh, didn't, didn't even know it uh, and we got it from playing on um one of our one of the teams we play against plays on a, uh, a soccer turf field mm-hmm. which is really unfortunate because if you've ever played on, on soccer turf you'll know but uh, in July when it's real hot it'll start to burn up and especially when you're wearing metal cleats
0: mm. that heat transfers
1: to your feet and it'll start to blitz your feet from be a heat. Holy we had, shit. Uh, yeah, so, to combat that, we've had a, a few guys squirt water in their cleats, uh, but unfortunately, it, w- it was so hot, uh, the water within the cleat actually boil. Uh, <laughs> the turf just gets so darn hot, but uh, not only is it hot, it's also rough and not fun to get tackled on. It's probably, probably one of the last things besides concrete I'd want to get tackled on, and it just, when you land on it, it just, it cuts you up and uh I didn't even know it uh until I came out to practice one day and the trainer looked up she's like get the hell out of here you've got MRSA fucking get the hell away hey. from
0: that's so fucking crazy man like that's like a that's one of those things you don't really think about you know what I'm saying like it's a contact sport oh, yeah, you man. wouldn't you wouldn't assume that exactly. that could be in the cards
1: right exactly so it was yeah it was it was, it was definitely quite a shock to me so now we're but now we have all learned, you know, long sleeve long sleeves, uh, compression pants, and and shirts, and we'll, it, it might be ninety eight degrees outside, but it's better than uh
0: than doing that. God dang, man, that's fucking that's scary shit right there.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Have you um Have you been keeping up with MMA lately? I, I meant to tell listeners a moment ago. Well, me, I mean, me and you've been going like we we would go out to the bars and watch the fights together. You're
1: a pretty yeah, big yeah. MMA fan. Yeah, yeah, uh, I still, also keep up with it. You know, I'll, i still if it's on ESPN plus or something, I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it. But uh, I know, I think I, think I saw that that they're talking about uh Jorge Massadal and uh Conor McGregor fight in the card soon.
0: Maybe, maybe we've got January eighteenth. Yeah, we January have a maybe. we have Conor and Cowboy. That'll be that'll yeah. be big. I don't think Conor wants any part of Masvidal, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it. I
0: think we're going to see how much ring luck Connor has when he, he goes against uh, Cerrone. Yeah, that's. Hey, so do you? Uh, do you think your dad would have. Oh wow! Said, oh, he would have been Did so you mad. hear that? That wow, was fucking loud. That... that shit just popped yeah. up. I probably just got demonetized just for three seconds of a video playing on ESPN. <laughs> um, are you? Have you kept up with the Covington Usman shit? I haven't. I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised
1: though if there's something going on with a. Uh, Covington, you know how he operates.
0: They uh, they're like beefing super hard. They fight next. Uh, well, this upcoming Saturday, they're fighting. They've been beefing super hard. You have yeah, You don't like, really. You don't really have a, a side in the matter. You don't really care either way.
1: I mean, I think I think Guzman's a, a hell of a fighter. I, I, so is like Covington from what I've seen, but I I don't know. I I, I haven't kept up too much. I know Covington kind of a, a purposeful troll and I don't know it's hard to see
0: really do you have who, uh, do you have like Conor McGregor's or like Colby Covington's in the rugby in the rugby world people just talk shit
1: oh absolutely I mean it's you know some guys are better than others some guys are just naturally assholes uh, there's actually a guy uh, Israel Folau his name uh, he, he, he right now he, he's going through a a huge lawsuit with uh, Rugby Australia just because he um he he posted some a few homophobic things on his uh you know Instagram and it, it turned into this this huge polarizing issue about you know what's his what is his where do his right lie in expressing his his opinion while he, he's under contract? Um, wow. There's also you know a few few falls in there. <laughs> Hilarious to watch. There's uh, a guy who plays over in England. His name's uh, Joe Mahler. This big, you know, six-foot, 260-pound guy. But uh, he's got this, this real little high-pitched English accent. And he talks. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll have these real, you know, goofy thoughts. And he's, he's a great meme. <laughs> he really is.
0: You, um, you were telling me when you first started playing rugby, it was, um, it was just, or when you, I'm sorry, when you first found rugby, you just kind of started googling and YouTubing, and and you started playing a couple of rugby video games. Um, yeah, yeah. If somebody wanted to to join a rugby league, uh, recreational, yeah. professional, etc., what would be your advice for them getting started?
1: Uh, I would say, honestly, it's don't don't be afraid of you know what what kind of shape you're in, what sort of athletic ability you have. Uh, it's definitely a great sort of. It's uh, t- a great way to meet people. Uh, you know, a lot of the first thing rugby players do when they they move towns is they go and they meet a rugby team just because they they know they're going to meet people they can trust and that they're able to make a connection with and they're good guys. Uh, so I would definitely look in look around your town, do a, a little bit of searching, Google, and YouTube, and Facebook, and. And uh, just about every major city in America has a has a team.
0: What um what are your workouts like? I meant to ask you that earlier, and it mean I think me and you kind of um, I think yeah. we were talking about something else. But so what yeah, are, so what are they like? We
1: actually, so uh, we're actually lucky enough we we have a, a deal workout with. Um, there's a great sports gym here in Ville uh, it's actually owned by a former axman and a guy who actually played on the, uh, the USA uh, team um, named Matt Thornton. Uh, they, if you live in Jacksonville, it's right off of Atlantic Boulevard, and he he gives us some great workouts. It's a lot of you know traditional deadlifts, military press, bench press, squat—all usual traditional things—and we'll do um, first. lane. I, I like to use the, the sled because it it kind of recreates that that uh you're making when you are scrumming Mm -hmm. as a as a pro a a position that i play my job is to be the big man in the front of everything put pretty much having the whole weight of everything on my shoulders literally so uh definitely great for recreating that but it's a lot of just heavy lifting heavy lifting and and running and, and cardio
0: that's awesome, man. That is awesome. I uh, I think me and you talked about it. Me and Thomas tried to do this a moment ago, and um, I'm not going to say the name of the website because I'm supposed to be using them. But your website kind of sucks, so me and Thomas had to re-record a second time on a, a different outlet. Um, however, um, what we were talking about was uh, Thomas. Thomas, law. How much weight did you lose, Thomas? When you you joined the rugby team? Uh, I lost about close to 100 pounds. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. Man. I, I can't tell you enough how fucking proud I am of you, man. Like I was saying earlier, yeah. man, you're a, you're a tough fucking kid, man. I can't imagine having <laughs> you run full force at somebody and just fucking crashing into them, man. You're you're probably everyone's CTE nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, uh... So you were saying um it's like a lot of cardio and and stuff like that do you you do that in Jacksonville or you guys kind of get free time to like kind of do it on your own
1: uh, yeah well we uh, we are our, our our particular coach is he's a former marine so so he's uh, he's always got all sorts of drills and special uh, special special exercises suited out just for us and they're their hell everyone hates them but uh, they definitely do their job and, and keep us in shape. That
0: is awesome, man. That it sounds it sounds absolutely fucking terrifying. And I'm I'm a <laughs> I'm a jujitsu fighter. I've wrestled my whole life, and you guys, you know, your practice just sounds fucking terrifying to me. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, uh, the the very first game
1: I ever played. Though I will I stepped out on that field because we were, had a had a bit of a situation, and a few guys weren't going to make it to the game so I've been practicing for like two weeks I still didn't know any of, of the rules and it was uh, quite the experience I would i compare it to uh, in a Saving Private Ryan on the, uh, the <laughs> Alien it's a lot a lot like that
0: <laughs> fucking every man for himself kind of shit
1: <laughs> exactly like it but over time it's definitely like it's definitely a game all about confidence it's one of those if you're confident you can do it 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 uh, that's about 50 percent of the battle you know what I mean mm-hmm.
0: it, just to actually getting
1: you know, out there in your head yeah like it, if you know you've got this 250 pound guy running full steam at you and you're just turning around it you have to mentally make the process of all right I, I know I can tackle him it's gonna suck but it, it's better than than giving up a try so it's it's definitely all about that and it takes a lot of time to get it. It's definitely a fairly complicated game, especially when you haven't been, been playing it your whole life. There's a lot of little rules and nuances, a lot lot like
0: like American football. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we uh we got about a minute and a half left here. Um, yeah. What are you watching? What are you watching right now on TV? The reason I asked this, have you seen uh, the fucking Irishman? I
1: have not. No, I keep fucking I, I keep fu- wondering, get around to it uh right now i'm watching mr robot uh new episode is on tonight i'm super excited it's uh it, are, are you familiar
0: with it i'm actually not no What what is it so, called mr robot
1: mr robot yeah it's great it's uh it, they're in the last three episodes right now but the um the whole series is on amazon prime
0: I love me some Amazon like, Prime shit, man. Amazon Prime does not oh, get great. its its fucking justice.
1: No, yeah. although I, I will say I feel like have to sh- kind of attack right off for Jeff Bezos. You know, some like I, I I have to wonder who who's watching some of the stuff on there. Oh no, I,
0: <laughs> some of it I'm kind of like oh, I don't know about that, but they do <laughs> they do have they have The Sopranos, they have True Blood on there, and they have oh, Eastbound yeah. and Down. Oh yeah, have a lot of great stuff. Fucking Danny McBride. So you ha- you haven't seen The Irishman?
1: I've not. No, I. I've I, I seen the trailers for it though, but it, it's definitely on my list.
0: Not one motherfucking guest this week has seen The Irishman. Fuck man, <laughs> it is so good. I'm I'm dying to talk about it, dude. It is such a fucking good movie with uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. God, dude, you you got to go watch it, man. It's fucking great.
1: Yeah. Hey, I heard you just had a kid
0: yes yes i'm a new father dude is fucking terrifying i didn't i didn't realize (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize how many things were actually terrifying in the world until i had a kid and uh it's it's terrifying but it's great man
1: playing playing rugby is
0: nothing compared to raising a kid you didn't know things would terrify you that do (laughs) no man it's it's great man i'm i've i'm super pumped man you know I've, i've got nieces and nephews so i've I've been around like infants before, but this one's like, like I can't send it home. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but it's it's awesome, man. We're we're figuring it out, man. Um, yeah. Hey, man. So
1: how long until she's uh she's in there hitting on the heavy bag? Fuck, dude.
0: Hopefully, hopefully by the time she can crawl, she'll be shooting double <laughs> legs. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, man. So we are in the last minute right now. If people want to reach you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, what's your what's your social media? If you want to give it out. Uh, yeah, so
1: my Instagram is uh, Tommy2Phones. So it's uh, Tommy2 underscore phones. Uh, that's, there's, there's a great story behind that a nickname. Uh, and on uh, Facebook, I'm just Thomas Perry. Uh, my profile picture is the, the, the one of the big goofy-looking guys in the uniform.
0: I love it. I fucking love it. All right, man, I'm going to end this recording. Stay on the line for one more second. Uh, thank okay. you, everybody, for listening to The Takedown. Have a good night.